So hello and welcome to the uh, podcast edition of ANC's Matters of Fact. I'm your host, uh, Christian Esguera. Uh, we know that uh, last uh, July 3, President Rodrigo Duterte finally signed into law a very controversial measure that has been uh, somehow criticized by a lot of groups, not just the human rights organizations, but uh, I think across uh, different sectors. Of course, uh, I'm talking about the Anti-Terrorism Act of 2020 which seeks to uh, somehow strengthen the existing uh, human rights security uh, human security act of 2007 here in the Philippines now for this week's episode we're going to scrutinize uh, the different provisions of the uh, new law against terrorism we are joined by attorney benedicto bacani he is the executive director of the institute uh, for autonomy and governance a think tank based in cotabato city thank you very much attorney benny for joining us uh, on this podcast It's always uh, yeah, a pleasure, uh, Ian. Okay. First, were you surprised by this uh, signing of the president of this uh, anti-terrorism bill? Or somehow, uh, it goes without saying that the president would sign it because in the first place, he certified that as urgent. I, I wasn't surprised. No? Um, and I think it's important to understand uh, the dominant, uh, you know, if you call it paradigm of this administration. I mean, in terms of resolving the nation's problems, no, including the problem of um, peace and order and um, terrorism and violent extremism. And that is really, you know, the, the their, their interpretation of what law and order is, right? So, uh, and uh, the uh, very dominant uh, role of the, of law enforcement, the military and the police. No? So that drives, okay, um, national policies at the moment. Um, So whether that is COVID, that is <laughs> whether that is uh, terrorism, whether that is uh, you know uh, improving uh, governance, at least from the perspective of this administration, uh, the uh, uh, the uh, uh, we call it the national security uh, perspective or paradigm uh, dominates you know the decisions and the actions that uh, they take. But in this case, uh, part of me was uh, somehow still uh, thinking that uh, given the, the widespread protests uh, against the anti-terrorism bill, uh, a part of me uh, thought that somehow that should be enough to give the president a pause uh, to study this uh, much more, uh, m- much deeper, especially since uh, no less than the Bangsamoro uh, Transition Authority Parliament Uh, decided to somehow come up with the resolution, asking the president to reconsider this, right? Yeah, but I think you know, the, with the high popularity rating of the president, I mean, you know, so we've, we've always uh, okay. I, I always believe that uh, this president can can do whatever he likes. Right? So, <laughs> not not he likes, but uh, rather really push the agenda. Okay, according to this this um, this. Uh, This is strategy, you know, this national security uh, strategy. You know? So, and uh, and then with that high popularity um, uh, rating, uh, uh, because we know very well that this was pushed by the uh, law enforcement agencies, you know, particularly the AFP, uh, the intelligence community, and uh, um, uh, the police. Uh, and um, so, I wasn't surprised you know, that. Uh, So now the uh, ball is uh, in the Supreme Court. So uh, whether the Supreme Court, okay, uh, would look at this national, you know, this this uh, this uh, dominant paradigm now, 
as as uh, something that is in line okay because i always look at this as really you know the values you know what filipino values are and what filipino soul is right so <laughs> and that is you know uh, and that is this for many people enshrined in the constitution you know, dem democ dem democratic way of living human rights rule of law okay but this is an administration that has um, that has uh, that run under a, a platform, you know, of, of rule of law, you know, of uh, of discipline, you know, of uh, strong uh, arm uh, of uh, the law and uh, and enforcement. You know? So, and uh, with the popularity rating of the president, it's, it looks like, at least from his own perspective and the perspective of uh, his people, the military, and the police, this is something that is supported by the majority of the people. You know? mm -hmm. So, 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 yeah, I, I think that is the. Uh, uh so so you always would look at it from this overall you know uh, perspective but the, but the problem with this um is that uh you know in, in, everybody needs to be vigilant now no so uh about the enforcement of this but the matter of the platform and, and the you know to to be vigilant okay is already um uh, yeah, shall we say um uh now weekend no? by the very law also that uh, you know in a way makes dissent okay legal mm -hmm. dissent uh, very difficult you know? um, and uh, can uh, can be can actually um uh, 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 be uh, can can actually uh, make people uh, think twice you know about criticizing government Mm -hmm. Now, of course, one selling point uh, of the government, especially the security forces, in pushing for the anti, uh, in pushing for the new anti-terrorism law, was that this was uh, this is primarily intended uh, to 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 combat violent extremist groups. Uh, you've done a lot of research, a lot of studies regarding this problem there in uh, in the southern Philippines. Uh, do you think we actually need this uh, to to strengthen the Human Security Act of two thousand seven? Be because that's one of the selling points, right? That we need uh, a stronger uh, law against terrorism. But one concern, of course, is that this might inadvertently encourage more people to actually join the uh, terrorist groups. What do you think? Yeah, because the problem is that when you talk of terrorism, you always uh, they think that that is the same with violent extremism no? and mm. uh, and uh, uh, violent extremism is a, is a is a broader you know and terrorism would be would be the the action you know to push uh, certain uh, uh, ideology and um, and uh, so so which means that you need to have a, a, mo a more comprehensive you know, uh, approach okay to violent extremism and to terrorism no? And uh, the problem with this uh, with this uh, law is that it looks as uh, at, uh, at the solution um, in a, in in just one lens, no? and that is the security lens, the national security uh, uh, lens. No? So and, and that's why I, I, I you know I'm 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 sympathetic to the police, to the AFP, to the intelligence committee. You know, we've worked. Uh, uh, you know, uh, with them, we explain to them all our researches. They're very you know they're they're very um, they're very open you know and they they want to understand really the phenomenon of violent extremism uh that we know very well that 
you, you cannot just uh, address this by uh, police action or law enforcement or by arresting people okay uh, that that applies to you know to the high value targets which which everybody identifies uh, which uh, they have identified you know and then the whole international community um, is actually running after these high value targets you know, terrorist groups but uh, but the uh, but the problem with this law now is uh, because of the very broad uh, definition of terrorism okay the very uh, and the vague also no uh, definition of terrorism you really don't you really uh, you you can't be sure that the target is really just this uh, this um, uh, this high uh, value targets no? so because you always uh, <clears throat> They always uh, uh, um, point to the other countries that have uh, uh, even a more insistent anti-terrorism mm. law. No? But it's very clear that these are directed to these, you know, <laughs> the terrorist um, groups. Now, the, the 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 problem with us is that I really believe that the target of the anti-terrorism law is uh, now is the CPPNPA. So uh, okay, yeah. So so because in the Bank Samoro, because in the Bank Samoro, whether there's an anti-terrorism bill or not, for the longest time, the things that that they think should be done are being done anyway, right? So they've been picking people up, you know. So because of this uh, culture of uh, of violence there, of impunity, the military really rules the place. No? So they can, and that's why those who uh, who uh, who actually um, uh, raise concerns about this are the um, um, moral lawyers, no? The moral lawyers, because they, they knew, okay, that this has been happening. But the problem now is that that has legitimized, that has legalized, you know? mm. okay? It can be good or bad, right? Okay, mm. the, okay, it's bad that, you know, you've actually uh, uh, legalized it, you know? But it, it can be good in a sense that there is now, at least and of, there is now um, uh, this obligation on the part of state okay to report this arrest okay there can be oversight no? okay so that, that that's yeah mm. yeah at least as far as uh, in in the bank samoro but you need vigilant you know assertive also you know, uh, institutions no to uh, be able to uh, to 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 check uh, government abuses and that is part of the problem also okay because if the institutions are actually weak if civil society is afraid because the very things that 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 um, uh, uh, the that drive for instance uh, uh, people to assert okay are being curtailed also no precisely mm -hmm. because of this law that actually um, uh, that actually defines terrorism in a very, very in a in a vague, in a vague way, in a broad. So that is open to uh, interpretation also. No? So uh, so the, the 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 I think the bottom line for me here is terrorism, violent extremism. These are these are uh, these are complex problems. Okay, mm. and you cannot resolve it. Okay, by a single lens. Which is military, you know, which is military and uh, security, you know, uh, lens, you know. So it has to be comprehensive. And you see that the when when government officials talk about whole of government approach, you know. So, but if you look, for instance, at the uh, office of the presidential advisor on the peace process, you no, know, okay, he's the 
the the peace advisor himself is the is the first one who is against you know a peace process with the CPP and the F. <laughs> so, mm. so how if you have a peace uh, if you have a peace office, a peace office is supposed to whatever happens, you should push for the peace process. That is your obligation. That mm-hmm. is your role under the system of government. But mm. if you have that kind of uh, of institutions that are supposed to play a particular role, you know, pushing for the peace process, and they themselves would push for this military solution, then, then, then I think that, that indicates that, number one, you know, the, the government really wants to resolve this in a way that doesn't uh, acknowledge, okay, the uh, complexity of this problem. So, yeah. Let's talk about the unintended consequences here. Um, you, you said that uh, primarily the target here, in reality, you think is that this law is uh, targeting the CPP, NPA, NDF, not exactly the violent extremist groups, right? Uh, but what about the unintended consequences uh, if the government continues to pursue a single lens approach to terrorism, which of course is quite obvious by this time, military solution? Yes. Any unintended, yeah. unintended consequences? Yeah, and I think it's the uh, culture of fear no? uh, among the people. Uh, there will be less checks and balances. No? So people will not be asserting okay, their rights. Okay? So this would result in, uh, in um, the weakening of the rule of law, no? weakening of the justice system. Okay? So these are the consequences. No? For instance, you know, because if you look at the war against uh, you know, this Okay, this now the uh, uh, the CPP NPA. You no, know, it's 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 really you know everything is 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 really propaganda, right? Okay, yeah. because that's part of psychological warfare. No? So, mm. and you cannot blame them, you know. So if you adopt this um, this uh, strategy of a security lens, so even information, okay, it's information, okay, towards weakening. Okay, so the red tagging, you've seen that, no. Yeah. So if you look at journalism and media, you know, so it's all part of this whole propaganda, um, psychological warfare. And I'm not just talking about that, okay, with uh, with respect to the to the PNP or AFP, you know, even with the rebel groups also. That's the same because that's the military thinking, you know, that's a military approach. And to a certain extent, that should, okay, for uh, because for me, you know, as a as a peace builder, okay. I would look at uh, you know the, the military approach and all that as a way where people can recognize that this cannot really be resolved through military means. Okay, mm-hmm. and eventually then you go you know and and engage in a peace process. So it's part of that. You no, know? there are we call that coercive. Okay, there are coercive measures that in a sense can positively okay uh, bring about uh, uh, a more meaningful peace process. You no. Know? So, so, uh, but if you don't, you know, if if uh, if the direction is that if if the military solution is the is the um, is the end of it all, you no, know, it's not gonna happen, right? It's not gonna end this problem. It's not gonna uh, it's not gonna significantly address the problem of terrorism and violent extremism precisely because of that single lens approach. Mm-hmm. Now, before we go uh, deeper into the uh, CPP, NPA, NDF, uh, I'd like to talk about uh, how this law can actually help 
or perhaps uh, worsen the problem of uh, terrorism uh, in parts of the southern Philippines. Because uh, for our listeners, they need to understand that uh, the peace process is quite complicated. Uh, it has many different facets and there are two major uh, peace tables so far uh, being handled by the, by the Philippine government. One is against the communist rebels and of course the other one is against uh, basically, we're still in the process of completing the peace process with the more Islamic Liberation Front, right? Uh, it's not yet completed uh, because uh, they established the Bangsamoro Transition Authority and by 2020, there will be the first election uh, for the new Bangsamoro um, Autonomous Region in Muslim Mindanao. Uh, but first, do you think this can actually help uh, address the problem of violent extremism uh, as far as uh, Islamic uh, extremists are concerned? Or can it actually yeah, make you... matters worse? No, for the for the moral leaders, they can actually make worse, and these are moral leaders who are, uh, you know, uh, who are politicians, uh, and who are uh, who've been uh, revolutionaries and now also in government. So, mm -hmm. which means that they have firsthand, you know, experience. Okay, they know what drives people to commit terroristic acts. So, uh, definitely, law enforcement has to be there, but that is not enough. Okay, so you cannot frame this as just merely a security and law enforcement issue. And I think that is the problem with, uh, 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 that, that uh, the moral leaders, uh, uh, including uh, Al-Hajj uh, Murad Ibrahim, uh, uh, Deputy Speaker Hataman, okay, so, and, and I'm very, very proud, you know, of the BTA coming out and the MILF also coming out with a statement. Okay, um, asking the president to veto the bill. No, so of course it came a little bit uh, late. Yeah, that was yesterday also. No? So uh, and then he already he he signed that uh, the uh, the uh, the law. No? Uh, and uh, uh, the uh, the uh, the so what is it that the Bangsa moral leaders are saying? Okay, so you need to look at this from different perspective, not just. Um, uh, in, within the lens uh, of uh, of security, you know? um, uh, so you you have to look at the socio-economic uh, 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 factors that actually drive terrorism and extremism, especially feeling of injustice. Okay, because if this is enforced, okay, as it as and the interpretation would really would really be uh, be be. Uh, uh, according to the uh, loose uh, interpretation, because that's open to a loose interpretation, precisely because of the vagueness no, of the definition of terrorism, etc. No? Then there will be a lot of uh, well, moral, okay, who will feel that the system does not treat them fairly, okay, so that there will be victims of injustice, and that is the uh, that is already you know planting the seed. Uh, of uh, the rise of uh, terrorism and violent extremism in these communities. Uh, uh, Mujib Ataman understands this very well, no? so, because in Basilan, okay, they, they had a, a fairly successful program. You know, so. so that's why the question that I asked him in the webinar that I had on this was that, okay, assuming that you have the anti-terrorism law already, can you just file another law that tries to you know, address this uh, maybe other half or the most important uh, portion, okay, which is um, understanding the uh, the root causes of terrorism, etc. 
no they said that that's possible no but but the but the problem now is the the um, the uh, the issue of terrorism in the in this country has already uh, been framed only within this anti-terrorism law no and to think that even the anti-terrorism law talks about a comprehensive approach a whole of government approach but if you really look at it this is just merely what just one dimension which is law enforcement okay uh, strengthening the the authority of law enforcement uh, agencies okay to investigate to do surveillance okay and to arrest they call it uh, terrorist uh, suspects so for example um we of course personally i wasn't surprised that uh, the bangsamoro transition authorities uh, parliament the bangsamoro parliament came out with this resolution but uh, i think what was surprising was how the the message was crafted there are a lot of warnings uh, that were contained in that uh, resolution. Now, my question is this: you, you, you identified, you detailed uh, certain possible consequences that might happen because of this uh, new law. Uh, do you think, do you think this, this could also somehow uh, push back or, or uh, could serve as a setback? Uh, in the ongoing process to 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 solve the problem in Mindanao, because uh, we have gained a lot since uh, the the passage of the new Bangsamoro law, right? So uh, as as we mentioned earlier in this podcast, by 2022 there will be the first election. But but since you have this uh, this new law now at this time, given the timing, do you think this could also set back uh, those gains that we've had so far? Yeah, I think I think it will, no, because. The, the the very foundation of this uh, peace agreement is uh, addressing historical injustice you know, huh? uh, and um, uh, and the whole transition and laying down all the policies and structures are meant to actually address those no kaya nga meron ka ring, ano, no? so there is uh, also a, what we call a transitional justice process no? yeah. uh, now with with this anti-terrorism law, how does that square with this transitional justice, <laughs> transitional justice uh, uh, process also, which is very very important. So because uh, supposedly transitional justice would heal these wounds, okay, of division and of war, and of a policy, okay, that uh, uh, that uh, actually would rely dominantly to law enforcement, meaning, you know, to the military and the police. No? And this strengthens the hand, no? So, of course, napakalakas na, no? It's the military and the police that, you know, the, the, in, in these areas, no? So, local government, local politicians have to work with the military, with the PNP, okay, to maintain uh, peace and order, you know, in these areas. So, I think that there is now, no? So, the MILF, uh, for instance, would be in a very delicate position here, no? Because they need the support of the national government no? uh, in making this transition work and in implementing this agreement. But at the same time, they, they, they you know, they, they, the, 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 the foundation of the revolution is actually injustice, no? so addressing injustice. No? And our problem with this law is that it opens, you know, occasions and actually intensifies no? yung feeling of um, uh, uh, unjust uh, no, no, treatment of the Moro people mm -hmm. precisely because now it opens the gates you know, 
okay, for even legitimizing, okay, what used to be at least illegitimate before, no? so because you cannot just be, you know, arrested. No? Mm. There has to be a warrant, or if you're arrested, only for three days and all that. But now it's really, you know, so uh, so that that is the you uh, know no, no, it will actually uh, uh, for me okay, open these floodgates, you no, know, for in occasions because if if uh, the, the the potential for violation of human rights and uh, if the uh, root cause of the problem in Mindanao is historical injustice and violation of the rights of the of the Moro people, then logically, okay, that uh, that can uh, uh, disrupt uh, or even set back, okay, this peace process. Okay. So and uh, yeah. In concrete terms, for example, we know that uh, in the Philippines, even at this time, despite the massive education campaign, the massive information campaign, uh, in terms of understanding uh, uh, Islam, uh, Muslims, the culture, the context, and the deeply rooted uh, uh, injustice uh, or forms of injustice that you mentioned, we know that there's still uh, a prevailing bias against uh, Muslims, right? Now, given this reality, this context, how do you think uh, things could get even worse with, uh, with the introduction of a much stronger law against terrorism? For example, yung, yung, how do they actually relate uh, with one another, the bias and a new law against uh, well, if you terrorism? Yeah, precisely. If you, if you listen to anti-terrorism, okay, they, they would always talk about uh, Islamic insurgency. You know? so I, mm -hmm. I, I was just reading a news. You know? so, so again, okay, immediately, so the uh, uh, government says that this is against terrorist groups, and who are these terrorist groups? Okay, so uh, so now they look at CPP and PA, and and uh, they call them Islamic uh, terrorist groups, you no, know, which is which is which is very damaging. Also, no, this is mm -hmm. incorrect, no. So there's no Islamic terrorist groups. There's only terrorist groups, no. So whether uh, what religion that is, no. So uh, so the 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 thing is, this will, you know. Uh, and, and and the moral leaders are actually reaching out to us already, you know. So that that, that process of uh, uh, of dialogue, you no, know, between Christians and Muslims, you know. Um, and and let me tell, the, uh, let me say this to you, Ian. For instance, there's much more than in that, you know, that what happened in Sulu you know, between the police and the military. You know? mm, okay, you're talking so, about the okay. oh yeah, the that, killing, the, yeah. the killings. No, these are police okay who are locals no so these are you know, communities with families there no and if you look at the um, the whole um, you know, one of the, the drivers no in our the researches that we made especially for sulu okay for the communities there it has always been that the military is always an alien force you call it an alien force no? so they, mm. they are not part of us you know they come from outside you know and um, they they are they can be the source also you no know, why people but of course they have to be there no because the Abu Sayyaf is there also no so and the local officials have to work okay there. Wait, wait, so uh, the point that I'm making here yeah so the point that I'm making here is that it you know it this this particular um, uh, episode you no know, um, uh, validates uh, I'm not saying that we you know we, we cannot prejudge. You know? Okay, that uh, the, the killing okay has to do with an anti-military or PNP. You know, there there are many. Okay, there are, there, there can be different angles there. 
and I think we have to wait for the for the official findings. But the point I'm making is that if you have that uh, dominant okay um, uh, strategy of uh, military solution to the problem, then you will have this also that even among law enforcement because okay many of those in this law enforcement agencies also are members of local communities mm. so yun ang, yun ang yeah. Ano, so so yeah for for a bit of a context uh, so that uh, our viewers or listeners yeah. so would uh, better understand you're referring to this recent incident in Hulo Sulu where four yes. army intelligence operatives were let's let's use this term gunned down uh, yeah. by by members of the local police uh, they were actually out on an operation, on a mission, to track down uh, Abu Sayyaf bombers, who, according to the military, were planning to stage uh, bombing operations in the province or in the city. But they were accosted at a, at a checkpoint by the Holo police, and then they were brought to the police station, uh, and then they parked some 50 meters uh, away from the police station, and that's when the incident took place. They were gunned down. And now, the, the National Bureau of Investigation is investigating this. So you think that this is also, this can also be seen in that context that you mentioned, that the yeah. military I mean, between, is seen yeah, as an outsider? Yeah, as an outsider. No, but, uh, among local communities there, that is a very strong, strong feeling. No? So of, um, you know, because I'm, 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 um, I'm making this statement in the context of uh, terrorism and violent extremism as a very complex problem no, that mm. cannot just be addressed by purely military uh, law enforcement uh, solution. Uh, and um, and uh, this incident there, okay, um, the locals or uh, community members they would always look at that no, as, as uh, uh, in that particular context, no, the general context of this feeling of uh, the military AFP as alien forces in this in this uh, region. No? So uh, the way they will look at this episode, okay, so whatever would be the motivation or really what happened would also be colored by this. No? So uh, so that's why it's important. Uh, so but if you have this anti-terrorism law, which strengthens, okay, the hand of law enforcement uh, um, agencies would this feeling be okay intensified or would this feeling be addressed now this feeling of uh, of this alienation you know, from the national government and from the uh, uh, from the from the from, uh, from being part of uh, the Filipino nation okay let's go to what the new law says for example one contentious provision is the uh, power to designate uh, a group or an individual as a terrorist. And that power is also given to the uh, Anti-Terrorism Council, which already exists, by the way, under the Human Security Act of 2007. But in this case, it seems that its powers are being expanded. And one contentious uh, provision is the power to designate. How exactly can that be used to somehow um, go after, for example, ordinary Muslims, um, teenagers uh, in, in, in certain areas in Mindanao and actually designate them as terrorists. We, we know that because yeah, the, in the past, we know that these things have been, yeah. have been happening, right? Yeah, yeah. But the designation of, uh, of a being terrorist uh, okay, organization is reserved to the courts. 
okay okay uh, not 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 to the atc you know? but now they can already do that you know? on and, their own uh, yes they, they they can already you know because if they can uh, order surveillance or you know that is de facto already you know? mm -hmm. the uh, de facto of course even if not publicly made but the but the issue here is um uh, uh deputy speaker hataman actually wanted uh uh, propose an amendment to that that at least you should have a representative of the uh, national commission on muslim filipinos there or the, you know from the barm in the council at least you know so that they can uh, you know they can speak you know on on behalf also of this uh, uh, ordinary uh, moro no okay that 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 can be targets okay of uh, this surveillance of this investigation but that has not been because as you know okay it was just adopted uh, the the senate version was just adopted by the house no in total uh, so there was no approved yeah, without yeah, thinking so, uh, <laughs> so, so there was no but the amendment that they wanted which i totally agree so if we just cannot stop it at least somebody has to be there no? so, mm. so pero ngayon totally wala eh. so which means that atc Okay, more ano yan eh, no? So talagang law enforcement lang yan. And that is also Manila, ano, no? So that is a national government agency. No? So, Manila Centric? So baka, Mani well, everything is decided here, no? So in Manila, no? So, so that, that's the, yun ang ano, no? So I think that's the, the, the fear. For example, help us understand this. We know that the courts have the power to proscribe groups or individuals as terrorists. And there's an uh, there's actually a process under the Human Security Act of 2007. Uh, how does how is that different from the power of the ATC, the Anti-Terrorism Council, to designate people or groups as terrorists? Prescription and designation. Well, yung ang ano ang so yung sa ATC kasi ang the argument there is this is even actually filing a case okay mm -hmm. so they strengthen you know, to further investigation okay to gather more evidence you know, huh? so but if you already authorized okay the investigation people and you even call that arrest no it's not arrest no so i don't know why you what you how you will call it because the constitution even talks about custodial investigation it's very strict already you know mm -hmm. so uh, but here they say that no we are just you know trying to uh, uh, stop them from doing anything number two is that so that we can gather more evidence that we can understand the network etc etc but once you do that you are already de facto labeling or branding you know mm -hmm. so that's the that's the them as uh, whether terrorists or part of terrorist organization so that is that is the problem no the, with with this law where the definition is is uh, is vague and very broad no? so broad so uh, so it it's open to, to interpretation and uh, it actually you know introduces something before even the uh, bill of rights can kick in you know? so there's, there's something that, that is uh, before that no uh, whether the Supreme Court will accept and say that yeah yeah it's a it's a national you know it's a it's a priority you know to fight terrorism that they can do also you know, because the states the states uh, inherent uh, right to preserve itself etc you know? yeah. but that but mm -hmm. the, but the but the thing is that this is now uh, there will be legal theories okay and legal 
you call it uh, you know acrobatics here no just to justify this so but but for us that we know how things operate on the ground no so uh, wala naman yan eh no yung sinasabi mong ako ba ordinary people will not ask ako ba ho under arrest or under custodial investigation ba ako or ano ho ba ako no so, basta dinampot ka wala na eh basta dinampot ka tapos ka na no so ganun ano they can ano no they can uh, they can keep you there ano and I think okay, people uh, should understand this. They can be kept, they can be detained, whatever word you might want to use uh, there. Yes. For up mm-hmm. to 14 days, extendable for another 10 uh, days. 10 days. Another 10 so, days. Total of 24 days, despite all the mm-hmm. restrictions, diba? because there are also safeguards mm-hmm. in the law. But the point is, I think in reality, people should understand this. Once you're arrested mm-hmm. or detained, that's it. You lose a lot of things. And what if you're innocent? Mm-hmm. Of course, they yeah, say you can, you, ito, you can go after the arresting officers, but <laughs> we know the reality here. Kaya nga ito, this is not martial law, but this is worse than martial law precisely because under the martial law provisions of the Constitution, eh talaga namang totoo naman, na mahina yun, ano? kaya even <laughs> ayaw din naman nila gamitin kaya yung martial law provisions sa Constitution. That's why one of the things that they wanted to change is a charter change is actually this uh, provision on uh, on martial law no? to put teeth Kasi ganyan lang naman eh. It's, uh, simple lang yan, iyan. Eh. Walang teeth yung constitution. Wala ring teeth yung current uh, Human Security Act. Okay? In law enforcement, in this uh, paradigm of uh, resolving this problem to strict law enforcement. So change it. So ganun lang ang ano nun. Ano? Now, mm-hmm. eh, and, but if you cannot, then use your political capital to do it. Ano? So that's, that's uh, and, the, and the president has so much of that. <laughs> Attorney Bakay, let's try, to, no? let's try to cite a very concrete example. Yung possibilities. What's the worst that can happen to a person or a group that has been designated as a terrorist by the Anti-Terrorism Council given the, the wide latitude now allowed under the Anti-Terrorism Council? For example, someone is arrested and designated as a terrorist. What's the worst that can happen to him? Well, the, the, the worst that can uh, happen to him is he'll be detained. For up okay. to 24 days, right? Uh, yeah, for up to 24 days. And so many things can happen <laughs> in 24 days. You don't know, you know, you know. The but assets. Let's talk about the assets. The, oh, the assets. You know? So you never know, you know. And especially for... Oh, I'm, see, we know this. You know? So, if, so especially in areas where... In, in conflict-affected areas. Because in conflict-affected areas, you really don't have uh, vigilant ano, ano, media. Wala yan. No? Zero yan. Ano? So, no one can check. Ano? Okay? So, because um, uh, yan, culture of impunity, the justice system doesn't, doesn't work. Okay? So, dito, you, you can be, ano, no? you, uh, mawawala ka na lang. Nobody knows. Ano? So, and, uh, and, uh, Kaya nga, ako, I can go for a strong, ano, ano, ako, pragmatic din naman ako, strong anti-terrorism law. If you have a system, a law enforcement, that really works in a justice system, that works. Ano. Mm. Ang problema mo dito, ang hina eh. No? So, oh. <laughs> talagang, ano, no, talagang open. Kaya nga sinasabi ko sa iyo, okay, yung martial law na yan, whether martial law naman o hindi, martial law naman sa Mindanao, sa, lalo na sa mga Moro area. Mm for the longest time. Ano? 
So, kasi it's actually the military, the police, the truly, the no, LGUs work with them, etc. No? So, and you know, people accept it, you know, because that brings about more, you know, feeling of security. Pero hanggang doon na lang yun, ano. So, hmm. hindi, hindi, talaga mo, hindi mo talaga ma-address yung problema. No? So, another, another interesting part dito yung ano, another provision is that uh, preliminary order prescription. Help us understand that because there's this prescription process, right, in the courts. But there's another uh, provision that has been added, the preliminary order of prescription. So basically, uh, the judge uh, should conduct hearings uh, within six months to determine whether to lift that preliminary order of prescription or to make that permanent. Personally, my question is this. So what happens to the person who had been given the order, the preliminary order of prescription, if up to six months the judge is supposed to conduct a hearing. What happens to that person? Hindi, kasi una-una kasi yung burden of proof eh napunta na doon sa target. Nabaliktad. Nabaliktad siya. Oo, nabaliktad. Kaya nga palagi it's the judge. Before you can even do anything, you need the judges. Kasi it's the judges that actually weigh the evidence. Meron ka ba talaga? Kasi very clear naman yung ano eh, yung yung ano, yung sabi mong evidence, weight of evidence under the Constitution. So, ang problema lang dito is immediately, ikaw na yung defensive, ano? Okay, from, well, of course, they will say, hindi man ito arbitrary, we have all the intelligence information, etc. But the thing is, you know naman how intelligence information works, or or uh, whether that really uh, works or no of course because you don't know what is happening no despite all the uh, the fans that are there so ang, ang ang problema dito iyan is that immediately kapag na target ka okay whether there is this strong evidence they don't have even to prove that they have the evidence you know they always say it's because it's intelligence you know? so no judge can actually uh, no, no, can examine it, ano, uh, iba, no? You just have to trust uh, so, the law enforcers. Yeah, oh, you have to trust the law enforcers, and and the problem is the trust isn't there, ano. So mm -hmm. I'm not saying, ano, so we have so many friends in the AP, and there, there are very good people there, no. But this is a systemic problem, ano. Hindi man pwedeng transactional ito, hindi man pwedeng na okay kasi si commander ngayon, mo, we really trust him. Hindi naman mm -hmm. yun, ano. Mm -hmm. This is structural, ano. These are structural issues, no. And I think it's important that uh, our structures, our policies, must be responsive, ano, and must acknowledge the, sabihin na, uh, the, the complexity of the problem that we are solving. So, talagang problema mo yan, ano, na pag na-proscribe ka, na-target ka, oh, di ba? Oh, then you can be kept, you can be branded without the courts, without anyone weighing it, ano. Okay. Let's go to the other dangerous provision. You earlier you mentioned that uh, you think the real target of this new anti-terrorism law is actually the CPTNPA. Uh, for again, for context, uh, this is I think one of the longest uh, insurgencies anywhere in the world. Uh, about fifty years already. Uh, there's this on ongoing ongoing rebellion by the Maoist uh, 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 rebels. <laughs> There was almost a slip because the government considers them as terrorist groups, right? Uh, my point is this. Another uh, dangerous provision, according to a lot of groups, is that the one that pertains to inciting to commit terrorism, an added provision. Do you think the safeguard uh, contained in the definition of terrorism, which states that 
terrorism should not shall not include advocacy, protest, dissent, or any other similar exercises of civil and political rights. Uh, the, the proponents of the law keep on going to this particular qualification as uh, one of the biggest protections against possible abuse. Pero here, you also have this inciting to commit terrorism. Yung, kumbaga, let's talk about the realities here. How how certain groups have been uh, labeled as terrorists, for example, and in that context, how this provision, added provision, can be uh, abused or misapplied. Oh, yun nga eh. Kasi part of this uh, military solution to the communist insurgency is yung uh, psychological warfare. And we've actually legitimized, okay, psychological warfare with this provision. Ano? Legitimized in a sense that you put an of legality na ngayon. Hindi na lang red tagging yan, kundi well, we are now backed up by the law. Okay? So, kaya tingin ko, unang ano dyan, yung mga legal fronts eh. And uh, that is, ano, kasi under our constitution naman talaga, no, with, with the anti-insurgency law not there, yung bang, uh, ang, ang, ang naging roadmap dyan is yung let's, let's Let's debate on political ideology. You know? As long as you don't um, uh, push that, okay? Uh, or take up using arms. violence. Yeah, take, take up, up arms. arms. Ano, yeah. Sige kagaya niya, no, no, Gabriela, all these party lists, or mga gano'n, no, no. Eh, supposedly, yun nga yung ano eh, yung ganda sana yung sa party list, kung ano, would be the progressive ones, ano? So, oh. eh, eh, mahirap yung party list, eh, na bastardized na problema pa nga, eh, no? So, sila pa yung unang-unang. <laughs> yun, attorney Benny, good thing that mahirap, you mentioned mahirap, the party list, no? I mahirap, think... na, mahirap, na, mahirap na magsalita. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is important to explain to our listeners, yung one of the primary purposes of the party list system in the Philippines to encourage progressive groups also to join the, the, the actual parliament, not just the parliament of the states, to make them, uh, to, to get them to be represented in the actual parliament. Pero ngayon, in reality, you mentioned that already, no? even the legal fronts are being uh, labeled as terrorists. So given this reality, how do you think the, the, the new law could actually make things worse for them? Hindi na lang red tagging eh. Kundi you actually put, ano, yung, sabihin mong, ano, of, umbrella of legality you know, to this psychological warfare and propaganda. Yun ang mm-hmm. wahirap doon. Ano? So, can you imagine, sasabihin na lang, eh, may nagsalita ka ng ano, eh, no, no, against uh, uh, land reform. Ano? Na failure yung land reform yan. Ano? That is already subverting government. And that is also what the CPP and PA are saying. Mm-hmm. So, therefore, okay, you are in uh, ano, ano, eh, uh, sabi natin, ano, no? so you are now in bed okay, with the communists. Eh, di, di man ganun, eh, no? Even whether communism or capitalism, there are, these are uh, political ideas, ideologies, and you can learn from it. In fact, the president himself, okay, in the first year of his, ano, eh, open siya to this, eh, di ba? No? So, nagkaroon pa nga ng peace process, eh. Uh, with the uh, with the communists ano yun nga lang pag lumabas na yung mga issue ng ano eh talaga ayaw ng military yan ano yung mga uh, issue ng mga coalition bayan o mga ano eh. eh so talagang ano na ano so hindi na siguro hindi natin maririnig itong anti-terrorism no na to kung meron pa ring peace process ongoing and successful ano kasi sabi nga nung mga kung titingnan titingnan mo yung terrorist group ano ba dito Abu Sayyaf ano ba ang terrorist group talaga okay BIFF kailangan mo ba yung anti-terrorism law to go against the BIFF, to go against Abu Sayyaf? Eh, for the longest time naman, uh, okay, they've been successful. Inahabol yan. These are all parang 
conventional warfare naman yan eh. No? So, mm. so talagang, kaya nga yung mga moral leaders are saying that for the longest time, you've been arresting and you've been, ano, without this law, no? So why 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 now ano even with this pandemic in kaya this ako case, really uh, kaya ako really talagang part yan of this whole ano to to address not, uh, well at least that is their uh, ano ano that is uh, national national government ano ngayon uh, to finally put a finish uh, okay uh, to finish this communist insurgency whether that will work or not that remains to be uh, to be seen pero sa akin very strong yung ganung ano I think the one of the main drivers. So this th- this new law you think is intended to finish off the communist insurgency? No, not finish off, but at least ano, to strengthen the hand of government ano, mm-hmm. dito sa communist. Kasi uh, palagi, maririnig mo naman talaga yun eh. Yung sa insurgency sa Mindanao, okay? So at least, ano yun, ano? So, mas komplikado talaga i-resolve. Okay, uh-huh. ano, yung, uh, yung communist insurgency, you know? Kasi meron ka talagang uh, sabihin mong very concrete diyan na ano eh na political ideology no? mm-hmm. na hopefully naman sana mapakinggan mo and makapag-adjust yung system natin ano so yung mga land distribution di ba ganun ano injustice system na ano na sana kung mapag-usapan yan in a parliamentary setup which i think the constitution supports and or through a peace process magkaroon ng magkaroon ng change ano but dito ang naging problema is that um, the, the, the 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 problem is that uh, we want to maintain the status quo and just shut off these ideas that can actually these are progressive ideas that can in the end may help ano uh, bring this, uh, push this nation uh, forward and i think it's also important for our viewer listeners to understand that uh, membership in the communist party <laughs> It's not illegal at this time. We don't have the oh, anti-subversion uh, law anymore, right? But, uh, but with the introduction of the uh, of the new anti-terrorism law, you think somehow, na for all intents and purposes, the anti-subversion law has been resurrected? Uh, hindi lang yon. Hindi, hindi lang resurrected. Ano? Kasi it's now uh, it's now the executive department. Eh. These are even uh, appointed, only appointed. Okay, so they can just have one mind. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so you cannot, uh, you know, if that's ATC. There's there is not a deliberative body. Okay, mm-hmm. they will never even maybe one or two persons will just decide uh, that you can be target. Then you're a target, no? So there's no oversight at all, no? So yun ang ano no? So yun ang ang problema dito na na ano no? Na it's really open to uh, to, to abuse. Should groups like, for example, the partyless organizations, the left-leaning groups, the the activists, um, even media organizations? Should we be afraid uh, of this new law? And, and siguro in the next days, malalang natin, no? But but if you will read, talagang yun eh, no? So, kasi may mga sinasabi silang safeguards eh. And that is my problem with safeguards, ano? If the Constitution prohibits it, okay, there's no need to safeguard because you really cannot put it there. Hmm. Ayun lang sinasabi mo, okay? So you just cannot order an arrest. Only the courts can arrest. Yun lang naman, very, very clear yun. Only judges can determine probable cause okay, to arrest. Except kung, yun na, kaya mo, no? kung, uh, may, kung warrantless arrest, okay lang yun. Ano? But mm-hmm. merong limit yan. Ano? So it's not uh, 14 days. It's not, uh, no? so, so yun, yun ang, ano, no? so, yun ang uh, problema dito. Kasi in the end, you will just have, it's, it's, an, it's a question of enforcement. 
okay implementation and uh, and i think well uh, many many people uh, don't trust okay the implementation precisely because of this dominant paradigm of national security law enforcement no doon lahat eh okay doon lahat ano so it's really you know this is mission no? so whether that is dealing with media that is dealing with uh, uh sabihin nating uh, social welfare public health military solution eh yan hmm. lahat di ba ngayon yun yun eh you know so am i saying that that is good or bad no that is just we just have to understand that that is what is driving all decisions of government at the moment no so we will see whether that will that will be effective so eh pag sinabi ng tao na they support it eh wala ka talagang magagawa no? so you deserve it. Mm. <laughs> gusto mo talaga ng ganyang klaseng kalakaran no? kaya ito sa 2022 would be a big issue eh, no so sa, uh, as far as i'm concerned no? yung issue of uh, whether you want to continue this 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 uh, this paradigm okay uh, it's clear no kasi tao madali ma-mindedahan yun it's always dual dualism pro ka or anti ka no so dalawang kulay lang yan ano di ba mm. or you want so this is really a competition for the nation's values or the filipino values so talaga bang yung mga filipino eh, for human rights and for, for democracy or okay lang sa kanila i-barter okay the rights and democracy supposedly for the benefit of the community until i get hit Okay, <laughs> by that unjust law. <laughs> so, okay, that, that will be the that will be the calculation of people. So, <laughs> because I, I think that particular message of yours uh, should be better addressed to those who are saying that if you're not a terrorist, you have nothing to fear. <laughs> yes, oh, because the problem is, you know, because it's loose now in definition. Okay, something that if you just support, for instance, an advocacy, and it is the same advocacy of a group that has been declared terrorist, and ako, and ano na yon, <laughs> pwede na ba yon? Ano kasi dito meron pa, ano eh, just the proposal eh, <laughs> mm. the proposal lang, nagsalita-salita ka lang, ano? so yun ganun na, it doesn't mean na ikaw yung gagawa, something like that, ano? Oh. at least based on what we are reading now, that can be interpreted that way. Of course, they will tell you, no, 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 we, we will, that's not interpreted the way you say it, ano? But uh, yun na, yun ang problema eh. And I, I, I don't know how the Supreme Court will uh, will decide on this. Okay. Finally, uh, Attorney Benny, of course, you mentioned the Supreme Court. That's the next battleground. Uh, a lot of groups uh, are just waiting for this law to take effect. And then they're going to, uh, to the Supreme Court. Uh, I think the argument is that this can be covered by facial challenge, right? Uh, this becomes just this. That's uh, according, to uh, oh. according to Justice Carpio. But according to Justice Carpio, no. But they agree. Okay, uh, this is, uh, This can be covered by by that uh, option, facial challenge, because it goes okay. at the heart, for example, of uh, the Bill of Rights, free expression, for example. No, I I, I agree. You know? so because I am for an activist Supreme Court. Eh, no? If there are really, um, uh, imminent danger no, to violation of fundamental rights of people, wag mo na hintayin, ano? mm-hmm. <laughs> ba? You need to, ano? Kasi facial on its face na it is unconstitutional and illegal, ano? So, uh, what do you think is the so, most, ano, most glaring uh, provision which can be deemed or should be deemed unconstitutional here? Eh, yung ano, yung giving the, ano, yung, uh, yung 
to arrest yung well, giving an executive agency the power okay to detain arrest okay people okay suspects or whatever they call it so yung kasi under our system of laws under our constitution only the uh, only judges can make that determination kasi they determine probable cause eh. Okay, which is very very important. Pag pag executive and ito ano pa no hindi 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 naman elected ito no <laughs> na ano hindi rin naman ito deliberative body no. So you don't even know ano yung naging proseso doon ano. Eh baka may isa lang na tumawag doon. Kumpare ko galit ako, pwede bang yan? Oh sige, ako bahala diyan ano. <laughs> oh, pwede mo nang pick up in ulit. Y- yung ganun ano. So and 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 and, and uh, uh ko that that's the ano no yung pinaka ano no provision and even the IPP has mentioned that also so, mm. uh, so legally talaga constitutionally talagang ano yan so uh, talagang questionable yan ano. but you know very well naman uh, iyan uh, at this time eh, legal or constitution political eh no mm. ano political yung takbo ngayon ano and the president is very kalakaran. popular yeah, and the president is very popular also. So, yeah, and, uh, yun, and uh, you can always, uh, you know, make arguments ano, to justify it. Ano. So, maganda nga sana kung they make public ano, what the DOJ has said about this. Or what the, ano, mabuti pa si, ano, ano, mabuti pa si Presidential Legal Council. He really puts his card on the table. Ano. So, <laughs> pero yung, at least yung DOJ, hindi mo alam ano yung naging, ano, ano. So, uh, but uh, but talagang strictly speaking, legally speaking, okay, uh, constitution, talagang problematic yung mga provisions niya. Okay, Attorney Belly Bakani, thank you very much for joining us uh, on this podcast. Always a pleasure. Uh, we learned a lot from that uh, from that conversation. Uh, okay. Thank you again for joining us. Okay, sige. it's always a pleasure, Ian. Salamat. And that's it for this week's episode of Matters of Fact. I'm your host, Christian Esguera. If you like this show, leave us a review on uh, Apple Podcasts or share this episode on social media. It helps new listeners to find us. I'll see you again next week for another edition of ANC's Matters of Fact podcast. Thank you. Thank you.